Because what if you're in like a, a really important moment and then you sneeze and now you're a chick? Yeah. I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> like, or you're having sex. Like, Or in- you're having sex. Let's do this. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast. Your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Tof. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I am good. Greeting and peace be upon you, and I hope this greeting finds you hearty and well-met, friend. No, it actually didn't. I ducked and got out of the way, and it went right over my head. That's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for the audience's benefit... You were here a couple of weeks ago in studio for, for the Gravity Beard 100th episode extravaganza. Absolutely. It was a great time. That went so well that you were nice enough to get on an airplane and fly out here again for this episode. It's true. I'm so glad to be back. I know that your wife was super excited to have me back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, hey. Well, regardless, thank you for making the trip out here once again. It's my pleasure, man. Good to be here. Yeah. Uh, however, that's not it, though. We've got some other business to take care of before we get started. All right. We have another special guest in, in studio. Sweet. I look forward to that. And... It is someone who's previously been on the show. So just as John and Greg uh, stopped by for the 100th episode. Right. Right. Today we're joined by Tom. Welcome, Tom. Thank you for having me. I'd like to call you Tom Collins. That's cool. That's a drink, right? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. I like it. Now, Tom, we're certainly glad you could come by for this episode, but we regret that you weren't able to fit the 100th episode into your schedule and stop by for that. Yeah. And I, uh, I I hate that I couldn't join you. Yeah, Actually, that, I could have. You kind of squeezed me out. <laughs> that sounds like something you would do. <laughs> we only had enough microphones. I was thinking, like, was I so busy? Was I really you, that busy? You were today? on the bench, you know, like, and then they realized the microphone count wasn't high yeah. enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we're just going to brush past that awkwardness. <laughs> yeah. I just and got some instant karma. I banged the crap out of my ankle on this chair again. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, this is actually. Another little trivia note for the listener. Uh-huh. This is the very first episode of This Week Today that we've recorded in the normal Gravity Beard Studio, Studio A. Studio A. I've been waiting to get back yes. in Studio A. And so the 100th episode we, we didn't do here. We actually did it at Greg's house. He was nice enough to host us. He was. And so this episode, uh, we're here in our normal studio. Yeah. And I just want to point out, it, it, was, uh, it was great to meet Gre- uh, Greg and John. They were fantastic. Yeah. That was really, really fun. Next. Okay. Before we get going with our regular business, Adam... Tom, we have a listener question to answer. I love listener questions. Yes, I do as well. And this one comes from our, our New Zealish friend, Jess. Oh, she's amazing. Or she likes when people pronounce her first name, Jace. Jace. Jace? Uh, actually, she hates that. She's yeah. from New Zealand, so yeah. she has a thick New Zealand she accent. She unfriended me for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's different from Australian, right? Oh, wow. Oh, wow, that, man. Oh, dude, whoa. Geez. Maybe not too good for the uh, like <laughs> for and Tom. The, <laughs> back down the <laughs> now, now, Jess, I apologize <laughs> on behalf of Tom for asking that silly question. Okay, so here's her question. How much would you sell a vital organ for? Obviously, one you can live without, like a kidney or part of your liver. Tom, would you like to begin, or would you like one of us to go first? The guest goes first, man. Yeah, I'll go first. Hmm. Gosh, I, I mean, I don't need a lot. You know? <laughs> I don't require <laughs> but I, much but I in also life. Prefer living, so I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, ten million bucks. <laughs> ten million. Yeah, I thought he'd come. So you are not looking for the sweet release of death. 
I, I don't I don't think we're assuming you're gonna die. I, I think we're oh. assuming you give up the organ, and, and I just then, keep on living. And you keep on keep living. On going with my you just day? don't have that organ, and you get the cash. Oh. It's not how much can we pay you to kill yourself. Oh, okay, <laughs> interesting. So that's that's where I was coming from. <laughs> yeah. from okay. I don't know. I mean, hundred bucks. <laughs> wow, hundred dollars. I mean, that's I could a just... pretty large pendulum swing. Yeah. Well, if it's just yeah. like you know, I was going to give you a kidney, and if you needed it, oh, you can give me a, a crisp, clean hundo, and I would just so, go back on my. So way. what we discovered is his 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 life is worth ten million. Yeah. One organ is worth a hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. Okay, Adam. Um, I'm actually going to stick with $10 million because I'm not giving you my organs. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't and, give up one organ. I mean, for $10 million, yeah, because then they'll ask me. What if you really wanted it? <laughs> <laughs> what if you said please? <laughs> well, who's the person asking? What if somebody you don't mind them having your organ? Well, okay. Well, then you're so it's not a but it's not you're not asking me to donate it. You're asking me you're asking to buy it. So it's, I'm assuming that, you know, it's not somebody I super care about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten million. Wow, that's a great point. Okay, ten million. Uh, I would do it for two million dollars. Okay, I would give up an organ for ten million. One that I could give up and still continue to live. Okay, I'll go two million. Nice. All right, thanks, Jess. <laughs> yeah, Jess. Thanks for that thought-provoking question. Yeah, I thought the question was going to be, "What's the difference between Australia and New Zealand?" <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll, Tom's we'll, already out of here. <laughs> you know what? We'll make that our question for Jess. <laughs> yeah. And this is time. our test to see if she listens to the episode. Is oh, that Jess reach out to us on Facebook? And answer the question for Tom: What's the difference between New Zealand and Australia? I'm looking forward to that. And that way, and that way, we know if you've heard the episode. We'll be looking forward to this for a long time. <laughs> Do not hold your breath. I don't expect Jess to, to listen to our show, but we love her anyways. Yes, absolutely. Next. All right. Well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days, so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Sweet. I'll get us started because yesterday was an awesome day. It was. It's National Clam Chowder Day. Oh, and I it's love gonna clam be, chowder. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and designate this New England clam chowder because forget any other kind of chowder. And uh, best thing is if you ever go to uh, Boston and you ever go to Fenway and during the winter, they will come by and peddle hot clam chowder. Really? And they'll say hot clam chowder here. It's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Well, today is National Tell-A-Fairy Tale Day. I literally don't have a comment for that. I, I don't have a joke for that. <laughs> Which is rare, but it is what it is. Okay, well, let's continue. All right. Well, I don't think I have one for tomorrow either. Or, yeah, because it's National Polar Bear Day. I do, I do. <laughs> National Polar Bear Day. Polar Bear Day. It took my germ. I do like polar bears, though. And polar bears are awesome. Yeah, especially the Coca-Cola polar bears. Yeah, oh, that's sure. rather sweet. Yeah. Wednesday, you have a few options. Guess which one of these I would choose. All right. Number one, National Public Sleeping Day. Possibly. Let's dog you that one. National Tooth Fairy Day. No. Number three, Rare Disease Day. That one. Definitely that one. <laughs> Rare Disease Day, man. <laughs> Ebola all the way. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is the day that I will be celebrating on Wednesday. However, I do want to back up a couple of steps. National Public Sleeping Day. Is that just a really politically correct way yes. to say National Homeless Person Day? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I so. The same thing. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, in any case. All right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to say that you would have chosen Rare Disease Day. I so agree. You, can, you can take your rare disease that you've got and sleep outside with it. <laughs> as, as we keep up tradition, <laughs> yeah, right. we combine celebrations. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, let's see if we can do this again the next day. So on Thursday, which is March 1st, uh, you got multiple options. The first one is National Dad Gum. That's good day. The other option is National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. And I do love peanut butter, so that's my day. All right. And um, number three is National Pig Day. I do love pigs. I, I love pigs. bacon. 
Ah. And ham. So pig day is going to be my day. And I think we've actually had bacon-related days in the past, too. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, Every so. chance we get. So. Darn right. So okay. maybe we could say, Dadgum, that's some good bacon day. <laughs> Smothering peanut butter. That's, uh, that's right. So on Friday, you have two options, and I love both of them, so it would be impossible if I could only pick one. The first one is National Dr. Seuss Day. Oh. And the second one is National Banana Cream Pie Day. That one. Absolutely. Oh, I love banana, banana cream, cream pie. Yeah. And More I love than Dr. Seuss? See, I, I'm, that's what I said. Is I think it would okay. be really hard for me to okay. choose. All right. Well, then uh, after that glorious <laughs> segue, we can go to Saturday, um, and you can finish up the week of celebrations with National Cold Cuts Day, which is always a good choice. I mean, what is a cold cut? Is is it just bologna? Because for the record, bologna sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you like have a bad story about bologna? No, no, I don't. I just I don't understand. You told it. the ice cream story I don't earlier. Know what it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, as long as it's sliced, you're okay. But if it's on the log form, you don't want it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't like phallic bologna. I like my bologna. <laughs> I don't calamari think style. I don't think I've ever said the sentence. I don't like phallic bologna. <laughs> well, now you have. <laughs> yes, I have. Next. And with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. All right, let's kick us off. In 1692, the Salem Witch Hunt begins, which was a pretty intense period of history. And uh, moving along to 1827, New Orleans take to the streets for the very first official Mardi Gras celebration. All right, yeah, nice. always a good time. Well, in 1875, they held the first indoor game of ice hockey. That long ago? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Did they just build a hut on a lake? I, I don't think they would have that technology to I'd like to the... take this opportunity to apologize again to Mark Schechter. We've done no follow-up <laughs> research, so I can't answer any follow-up questions. <clears throat> Mark but... Schechter must really hate us. <laughs> no, we do. no. No real research past cursory. But we do like Mark, and we appreciate him coming on the show. And we like his podcast, The Station Wagon Podcast, which also co-hosts, is co-hosted by his sister, who's the very smart and funny Julie Kinn. Indeed. In 1936... Shirley Temple receives $50,000 per film. Wow. Yeah, so that that's almost $900,000 in today's dollars. Dude. She was eight years old at the time. And in the eight years between 1936 and 1944, guess how many films she did? How many? She did 27 movies. Wow. Yeah, so... So Shirley Temple did okay during her career, obviously. Yeah. She died, actually died fairly recently in 2014 at the age of 85 Yeah, with an estimated net worth of $30 million. Wow. Yeah. Talk about somebody who knows how to keep their money, unlike the people who won the lottery in the last episode. <laughs> that we talked about in the last, last episode. Jeez. All right, moving on to 1960. The U.S. Olympic hockey team beats the Soviet Union, tell me if this sounds familiar, yep. in the semifinals. Just like in 1980, the next day... The U.S. beats the Czech, beats Czechoslovakia to win its first ever Olympic gold medal in hockey. Now here's here's a tie into 1980. That roster in 1960 included Bill Christian. Bill's son David was on the roster of the 1980 team. Wow, yeah, that's that's crazy. Isn't that super cool? Well, keeping with the uh, sports theme, in 1962, Wilt Chamberlain scores 100 points in a game. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's, that's one of the most legendary uh, events in sports history. Yeah. Actually, it absolutely was. Those other four players would be worthless. <laughs> he must have been so <laughs> I know, frustrated. Pass the ball. And by the way, it didn't appear on television. That game was not televised. So getting away from the sports for a little bit, in 1978, grave robbers steal Charlie Chaplin's body. That's annoying. Did they ever find it? <laughs> That's annoying. We don't know that. Damn it. Yeah. See, what, what is... What is <laughs> I need to start writing these down. I have no more follow-up questions. questions, please, from no. the guest. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, and uh, moving right along. In 1980, I Will Survive wins the first and last Grammy ever awarded for Best Disco Recording. Well, in 1983, the final episode of MASH airs. Oh. It was a special... Check this out. It was a special two-and-a-half-hour episode watched by 77% of the television viewing audience. That's crazy. It still holds the record for the largest percentage of viewers for a single TV episode. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Next... All right, well, with that, let's move on to the news. I'll cue my favorite jingle. <laughs> Adam? Yes. Tom? Yes. This week's news story is going to come from come in the form of a Where Are They Now? Oh, perfect. Yes, which is something we did last episode. Which and, is fantastic. Yep, and may, and may become more common on the show. We'll just have to see. <laughs> we don't know. No, no. <laughs> we don't know anything on this show. At this very moment, we have no idea. So... If our podcast existed in 1993, there is no question we would have covered this story. Instead, since this is 2018, we're going to celebrate the 25th anniversary of this event. Are you ready? Yep. By the way, this suggestion came from Colleen Dietz, host of the the Mormon Happy Hour podcast. Uh, She sent a link to 90 Moments from the 90s on CNN.com, and this is one of those moments. Oh, sweet. Do you recognize the name Lorena Bobbitt? Of course. All right. We know echo, we know echo, we know echo. Now, Tom, you probably don't recognize I the don't. name That's Lorena Bobbitt. Thing. For real? <laughs> <laughs> this happens a lot. I don't, Dude, I I mean, don't know a lot of stuff. What, were you literally born yesterday? <laughs> he was born, he was four years older when this happened. Oh. <sighs> Dude, I I mean this is like the cl- the, the classic middle schooler's dream okay. story. Right. Okay, so for for our younger listeners, including Tom, <laughs> or for those who forgot, which don't include Adam or myself, let me tell you the story. Maybe Ivan. Yeah, possibly Ivan. Uh, Dateline Manassas, Virginia. So Lorena's husband John came home the night of June twenty third, nineteen ninety three, and sexually assaulted her. This was part of a pattern of abuse by him, but this time, after her husband had gone to sleep, Lorena grabbed a knife from the kitchen, entered their bedroom, and cut off his penis at its base. Let that sink in. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was just going to pause and let <laughs> that sink in. Silence. Yeah. We're all just kind of sweating. Uh-huh. So after this... Getting <laughs> cramping, apparently. Yeah. Like, I'm freaking on my four limbs closer to me. After this, Lorena left the apartment, drove down the roadways, and threw the severed penis out the window of her car into a field. After realizing the severity of her crime, <laughs> she stopped and called 911. The recently detached item was found after an exhaustive search, and it was reattached in the hospital where he was treated. The operation took nine and a half hours, however... It never regained, regained full sensation. So I can't believe there's no comments up to this point. <laughs> so I'm waiting because like I don't want to. I, I, what I have a comment about, I'm not sure if you're going to read. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tom is this. I'm just in shock. I just... <laughs> okay. So understandably, the Loren- guy had to pick it up. That's awkward. I don't know. Like they're just searching for it. Or, I mean, ah, there's like there's so many things. Like, what if someone stepped on it? <laughs> it's like someone had to touch it with their bare hands. Like what if he had recently went to the restroom? Okay, and continue. I'm sorry. Well, he was sleeping, so I don't think that was the, the thing. I, I mean, I, I have a morbid curiosity as to what it actually looked like when it was discovered. I'm at least curious about yeah, that. I think that's fair. So anyway, so Lorena understandably was arrested, and the case uh, resulted in a lengthy trial. In the end, after... <laughs> <laughs> Not for John. <laughs> uh, I can honestly say, pun not intended. 
But in the end, after several hours of deliberation, the jury found Lorena not guilty due to insanity. The judge ordered her to undergo a 45-day evaluation period at Central State Hospital, after which she would be released. Into the wild. Yes. Are you curious to know what happened immediately after the event? Yes. Yes. After the trial. So some of this you may remember because it was documented in the news. So for John, after the incident, he attempted to generate money from his fame by forming a band to to pay his mounting medical and legal bills. The name of the band... The Severed Parts. Uh, the, the band was unsuccessful and failed to generate enough money. In September of 1994, in another attempt to make money, uh, he appeared uh, in the adult film yeah. John, John Wayne Bobbitt, Uncut. <laughs> I kind of want to see that now. <laughs> in 1996, he appeared in another adult film, which I like the title much better, Frankenpenis. Yes. That's much more <laughs> apropos. Yes, it was. Well... And this is where it starts to get interesting. In 1994, he was charged with striking Christina Elliott, a 21-year-old former exotic dancer he met while Las Ve- while he was in Las Vegas on a public tour. On August 31st, 1994, he was convicted of battery and sentenced to 15 days in jail. I think you can see a pattern here. The, ju- the judge was quoted as saying, I firmly believe you have an attitude problem. <laughs> <laughs> that was very... <laughs> Old school. What an insightful observation. Yeah. Yes. On August 10th, 1998, he appeared on the World Wrestling Federation's Monday Night Raw television program. Did which, he really? Which I think I actually remember seeing clips of that. I, don't, wow. I didn't see it live. Where he was featured with Val Venus. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> Anywho, not long after, he, uh, John moved to Las Vegas, Nevada, where he worked as a bartender, limo driver, mover, pizza delivery driver, and tow truck operator. Wow. So things were going really well. Really well for him. Mm -hmm. He also had a stint serving at, uh, this is my favorite gig that he picked up, serving at a wedding chapel as a minister of the Universal Life Church. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a person you'd rather be married married by than yeah. John John Wayne Bobby. Like that's got to be like penis. immediate bad omen, <laughs> right? You know, hey, aren't you the? Yep. Oh no, never no, mind. No, no, this is that it can't, can't be. be true. <laughs> yeah. In 1999, Bobbitt received probation for his role in a theft at a store in Nevada. In 2003, so that the hits just keep on coming. I yeah, don't know if you've noticed. Going, yeah. yeah, he was sentenced to prison for violating his probation for the 1999 theft after he was arrested on battery charges involving his then-wife, Joanna Farrell. He was again twice arrested on charges of battery against Farrell in 2004, and that same year he filed from divorce under the name John W. Farrell. So he had taken her name when they got married. And this is where we find out the most recent news about John Bobbitt, and that is in 2014, he was severely injured when he broke his neck in a vehicular accident in Buffalo, New York. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, his life sucks. Yeah. And, and so, for the last four years, we've not heard anything from him. And I guess what I could say about that is, could have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. So, what happened to Lorena? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. After the trial, Lorena attempted to keep a low profile and reverted to the use of her maiden name. I think that's a good idea, which was Gallo. In December of 1997, she made news when she was charged with assault for punching her mother, (laughs) Elvia Gallo, as they watched television. (laughs) What, did some old news clips come on? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The last anyone has heard of Lorena was in a 2009 appearance on Oprah, 
Which is always a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about going on there myself, actually. Yeah, hey, what can go wrong? Right. She said that if she could take anything back, she would have never married John. Can't certainly blame her for that. She's reportedly living in Washington, D.C. and working at a beauty salon. She's married and has a 13-year-old daughter. I don't think I would be willing to give her the chance. To cut your hair? To marry me. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like, you know, one day you push the wrong button and... Uh, (laughs) Out comes the knife again? Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. And then you're like, not again! (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to move to Las Vegas and start assaulting people and get a job as a limo driver. And your life will break your neck. I wish I shouldn't have married Lorena. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Adam, Tom... Uh This is the part of the show we reach every single time, and we always say that we don't have time for our next story. Today is no exception. Dang it. But I will read the headline, and this is a story that we promised we'll try to get to in a future episode. Here it is. All right. Sex offender accused of masturbating in park blames Groundhog. Also John Bob, it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we'll do everything we can to get to that in the future. Next. All right, well, with that, let's move on to birthdays. Yes. All right, let me start us off. Ric Flair turns 69 today, which is, oh, it's actually yesterday on the the 25th. And uh, also yesterday, Sean Astin turns 47. Love Sean Astin. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, anyways, on Wednesday, we have the birthday of actor, writer, director, producer, the great Ron Howard turned 64. All right. Well, so instead of celebrating life, we're going to now celebrate those uh, <laughs> born this week, now dead. George Harrison died in 2001 at the age of 58. I, I think, think he was in a band, wasn't he? George Harrison? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, then moving right along. Uh, Johnny Cash died in 2001 also at the age of 71. So it was a tough year for 2001. Boy, it was. Tony Randall. Died in 2004 at the age of 84, but not before he, at the age of 75, married Heather Harlan, who was at the, t- at the time 25 years old. Wow. They had two children. The last was born when Randall was 78 years old. Jeez. Ew. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call her Heather Harlot because you know she was doing it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or we could just say happy birthday, Tony Randall. Or that, yeah. Let's wrap it up with this. Theodore Geisel, do you know who that is? No. Nope. Neither one of you? No. A.K.A. Dr. Seuss. See? So he did die. Yep. Died in 1991 at the age of 87. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to our next segment. (laughs) This is a relatively new segment on our show where we tell a cautionary tale of what goes wrong when you win the lottery. Yes. It's called the Lotto Jackpot Loser of the Week. Yes. (laughs) These are fantastic. Yes. (laughs) Laura and Roger Griffiths bought their dream home. And then life fell apart. Before they won $2.76 million in the lottery jackpot in 2005, Laura and Roger of England hardly ever argued. Then they won and bought a million-dollar barn-converted house and a Porsche, not to mention luxury trips to Dubai, Monaco, and New York City. Their fortune ended in 2010 when when a freak fire gutted their house, which was underinsured, forcing them to, to shell out for repairs and seven months of temporary accommodations. Shortly after, Roger drove, drove away in the Porsche after Lark uh, confronted him over emails suggesting that he was interested in another woman, and that ended their 14-year marriage. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. You so. ever hear about like a really smart lotto winner that just 
invested in a bunch of hedge funds or yeah well i think we're all keeping our eye on the most recent big lottery winner out of florida shane missler yeah, yeah. To, to, yeah. to see what time will tell to see how that's gonna go <laughs> but he's 20 years old so i don't know if i like his odds but anyway we feel bad for what happened to the griffiths so i want to declare them laura and roger griffiths the gravity beard listeners of the week <laughs> <laughs> next all right well we're almost out of time let's finish up with a quick would you rather all right and if you like these, then you should listen to David, Mike, and Emily, the hosts of a great podcast called Hypotheticast. Uh, it's hilarious. Uh, and this is where actually where I got this question. So here you go. Would you rather change genders every time you sneeze or every movie you watch gradually transitions into Shrek? Uh, that, that's actually a lot harder of a question than I thought it would be. <laughs> like, really? Well, yeah. I mean... Because I'm like, well, okay, like, who cares? Like, kind of, you know, switching genders might be kind of fun. You know, like, hey, what the hell? You know, like, let's see what's going on here. Or, but like, to have to see Shrek all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see how each movie that's true. eventually Taken, got you know, into Shrek. I will find you and I will kill you <laughs> with an onion. Will we have layers? Like, you start out watching The Notebook. Yeah. And by the end, she turns into an ogre. <laughs> Or it's like, you know, you're watching, you know, something really intense, like Die Hard. You're like, yeah. And then, like, Donkey, like, appears <laughs> yeah. out and, like, falls off the building, Donkey. you know? Okay, Donkey. So, so, that, so that's a good one. Would you prefer that the movie become Shrek or that the movie transition to Shrek, meaning that the characters of Shrek replace the characters from the movie you're watching? But it's the same movie. Like, the movie plays out the way it's supposed I w- to. I would say that I would, pre- I would prefer the characters just be Shrek, but it play out the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, the transition's important. Like, I right. want to see how they turn into right. donkey. And, 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 like, you take, like, an all-female cast and see how <laughs> yeah. that does it, you know? <laughs> okay, so then back to the original question. Are we okay. picking the sneezing or the movie transition? Well, I think that it would be easier to deal with a Shrek transition, you know, like <laughs> then a gender transition every time you sneezed. Yeah, you'd have to buy a lot of clothes. You know. Well, no, you don't. Well, I mean, if you were like wearing, you know, and is it well? I guess that <laughs> like depends. Tighter pants Does that as, take a, place, as a woman like, moving and then forward you just... now. You know, or like, is it like okay? Like, so we've been men for our whole lives, right? So now we start, and it's like, well, okay, we'll just sneeze and kind of wear our clothes. Or were we woman? Or has this been since birth? No, no, no. I think I think let's say that it starts now. Like we've read the question, the option is posed right. to you, right? And from now on, if you choose sneezing, then every time you sneeze from this day forward, well, you switch I, genders. I think it would be fairly exciting to see what would happen, but I think ultimately <laughs> it would be a huge inconvenience for somebody to like be switching like that. Yeah, especially because if, what if you were in like a, a really important moment and then you sneeze and now you're a chick. Yeah, I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> Like, or you're having sex, like, or in, you're having uh, sex. Then you're. I lesbian. think Adam was just going to imply that, and then you just said it oh, out loud. I, nope, I took it too far. Again. I'm shutting up immediately. <laughs> I've been taking it too far a lot recently. <laughs> That's the thing with sneezing is that you don't know when you're going to sneeze next, or how long it's going to be between sneezes, or how long you're going to have to live in whatever whatever gender you are. Right, and some people sneeze in fits, so they're you know they'll do like six or seven <laughs> oh, at a time. Like, oh, my <laughs> wife, yeah, my oh, friend my Elena does that. I didn't I even think saying, about that. I, I yeah. stopped saying like, like bless you to her. She's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Okay, so we're, we're you're still so movie. movie no, I'd, I'd go Shrek. movie, movie. Probably. Yeah, movie. Yeah. I've actually never seen the movie Shrek, which makes this the Shrek one was good. Question yeah. really interesting. Well, you're for me. in for a treat. <laughs> one day, boy, are you ready? <laughs> Assuming I ever watched the movie Shrek, and that brings us to the end of this week's show. Adam, what would you like to promote today? I would like to promote myself at www.lordsaunders.com for all your audio, podcast editing needs, and sundry other opportunities for editing. 
Uh, you can find me there anytime. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me directly. Um, all the information is on the site. I'd love to hear from you. And I turn to Tom. Tom, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Yeah, thank you for having me. Did you enjoy your first appearance on This Week Today? I did. I'm a, so you do release these every week? No, it's actually an every other week show. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you listen, you'd know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, it's just a lot of, I guess, useful information. <laughs> if I'm going to start off my week with a bunch of questions, I can right. tune in. Yeah, there are questions that we're not going to answer, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you're welcome yeah, to ask But it them. gives you something to think about when yeah. you're in the band. I feel like I'm bored on Wikipedia. I'll just listen to your podcast. All right. Well, if you got at least a dollar's worth of entertainment out of today's show and would be willing to support us financially, please say yes. You can do so by going right now to patreon.com forward slash gravity beer to sign up. We're also a member of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check them all out or search at Podfix on Twitter. Podfix Presents is a podcast from the collective minds of the Podfix Network. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts or any other podcatcher. Listeners can find This Week Today on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. All the other music and sound effects can be found on YouTube. You've been listening to This Week Today on the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Bam. Alec Baloney.